0: Hi guys, welcome to Inner Power Insights. My name is Ray Kupakowski and this is Hey Ray Q&A. It's a relationship podcast that is primarily about love, but let's face it, everything we do in life is some sort of relationship attached to it, especially that one that you have with yourself. The majority of the answers you'll be hearing come as a result of me being a universal channel. There'll be more on that later. If you get a chance, check out my tidbits on Facebook. There are also channeled quotes and explanations that I hope you'll enjoy. You can schedule personal sessions or get a question answered by following the information below. I'm also available for classes and seminars. So stick around for Hey Ray Q&A. Now let's hear that viewer question. One day I overheard my boyfriend saying that he doesn't date nines or tens because they're too arrogant and I told him it kind of hurts my feelings that he didn't see me as that attractive. And he was like, well, come on, you're not a perfect ten, you're more like a seven or eight. (laughs) Uh, Guys, aren't we great? (laughs) Aren't we great? Um, I'm sorry how your feelings hurt. Uh, This is an indicator of uh, the connection and the value that's being placed inside your relationship. Uh, and most of the time in order to get a guy's interest and to have him sort of, you know, uh, you know Focusing on the relationship it has to be something that appeals to him and we are and men are very uh, visually oriented uh, So I wouldn't take offense so much that he considers you a seven or an eight because he already Understands that he could not handle a nine or a ten uh, doesn't want the things to come along with that baggage, but what he's really trying to do is justify the fact that, that he doesn't feel secure enough to have a 9 or a 10. Now that sounds like I'm saying the same thing and it sounds like I'm bad-mouthing you, but the truth of the thing is, is that uh, where, where his focus ought to be is not in your looks, but in the value of you as a partner if he's worried about you not being or if he says that you're only a 7 or an 8 any way that he does that he is not addressing the important thing about you know who you are and what you bring to this relationship you know what do you want in a partner you know do you want somebody to stand in the corner that looks like a 10 or or at worst a 7 or 8 you know, dress her up and then have nothing to do with her because you know, she she fits the bill She's she's okay to be seen with basically Or do you grow up a little bit and say you know, okay? So this is this is a person a human being that I'm involved with right now Do you say to yourself? You know, I really do want a good relationship And is she capable of giving me that? If you look at those kinds of things, if you ask those kinds of questions about being connected to the actual human being and not you know, and not the billboard-looking girl that you're with, you have to accept the fact that if you do love that person and if you do care about that person and you don't end up with a decent relationship, you're going to pay a deeper price than if you just happen to lose your supermodel. You, my dear, are doing the exact same thing. You know, people don't understand about holding value for one another. They don't understand that the basis of having a good relationship is to accept that what, what it is that you want in the first place is a good relationship with a partner. You know, so you want to find value, you want to find reasons about that person that make you stay in there and it's got to be better than a nice pair of legs. Uh, you're upset about it, and I get that, you know, I understand that, you know, you want to seem beautiful and all that, and probably, let's face it, sevens are not all that bad looking, you know, especially when you stand a seven uh, up to a guy, because <laughs> we're just not that good looking to begin with, but you have the ability not to look at us and judge us for that, you have the ability to sort of look at it and see what we bring. It's nice to have a good-looking guy, but the odds are you're going to end up with somebody. Yeah, you know what I mean? But you're doing the same thing. You're doing the exact same thing. You're expecting that his value system should be in a place where, you know, like your looks are are so much more important to him. Uh, it would be nice if he did that, but the more important thing is is that if I'm only a seven, why are you with me? I'm only a 7 or an 8. Why are you with me? And if you actually find out an answer for that, if you actually say, you know, okay, so so then what's the big deal? Then, you know, is it, why are you with me if I'm only a 7? <clears throat> and you get a guy that's smart enough to ask himself, why am I with her if she's only a 7? You may find out that you're going to get a pretty good answer. Uh, And at least I hope you will so I hope that that uh, that helps you out here now (coughs) Excuse me But Lexi had uh, Let me see if I can find this Lexi had that connected To uh, a tidbit now the tidbit itself is going to come out in a little while and it is uh, it is uh, number 22 so when you if you get the book which is we're working on the book right now but that would this will be tidbit number 22 and it says here hurt feelings are a call to action um, anytime that you have uh, the chance so now I'm going to address the tidbit as well so uh, hurt feelings are a call to action Anytime that you get your feelings hurt about anything you have a, in normal situations in a regular relationship, people get their feelings hurt and, and what happens is that you hurt my feelings, I'm upset, I'm crying, I'm, I'm you know don't know if I want to be with you or not. You basically say, oh I'm really really sorry about that and I didn't mean to hurt your feelings and you know and, and all the things that you're supposed to say. So that I don't feel hurt anymore and then I'm calmed down and I know that you're you are you I'll never do it again I got to hear those words. I'll never do it again All that type of thing So when you finally get to the end when you finally know that you hurt me when you finally understand (coughs) That you're gonna have to do something to, to mend this situation then Then what you're going to do is is say, you know, it'll never happen again, I'm really, really sorry. And then you'll say the single worst thing that anybody can say inside a connected relationship. You'll say, are you okay? And, And I might say, yeah, I'm okay. And the second that I say I'm okay, what we did right there is we swept an opportunity to be close under the rug. We took it completely off the table. I'll tell you why. If you're in a situation, if you're in a really committed relationship and you have a partner, you have a responsibility in that partnership to help your partner have a good relationship. You're in it because your partner says he wants a good relationship and you want a good relationship too. So in order to do that, you have to get to the depth of that relationship. You have to go downward inside and start to say, okay, So if I want a really good relationship and somebody hurt me and they said they want a really good relationship, how am I supposed to act in that situation? Holding on to your hurt is not healthy. Understanding that you were hurt, feeling the hurt, and expressing that you hurt me is very important. And I never want to take away, I never want you to think that I'm not going to tell you to feel your feelings. I certainly am. I'm going to tell you, though, to feel your feelings for a small amount of time. You can regulate that by understanding that your feelings are telling you that there's a problem inside the relationship and what you really need to do at that point is say is say you really hurt me what are we going to do about this realistically what are we going to do about this you said that you wanted a really good relationship and i believe you you said that you wanted a reminder as to any time that you are putting our relationship at risk, and you just hurt me, so that's exactly what you did. You put the relationship at risk. So let's put our relationship on pause for just a moment, and let's analyze this situation that caused this hurt so we can see what we did and how I played a part in it and how you played a part in it and how we can fix that for the next time. Remember when I told you about sticking things under the rug, under the carpet? That's the area that I'm referring to, is that the repair of the relationship, the actual recognition of the problem, and a problem is different than the issue. The issue is what hurt me, the problem is why it hurt, okay? So if you want to know about how to fix it, you get through the issue, you get through the hurt, you get through the sections where everybody is kissy face and making up, and then you look at the problem. Why did this happen? How did this get past us as two partners, as people that are supposedly connected, as people that are supposed to be navigating life as a, as a couple, us, us being together, us addressing situations, us addressing, you know, our our work situations, us addressing our family situations, always us first. If we have if we have risked that, then we want to go all the way back to that place, find out what happened, and then figure out from that place, turn that negative into a positive. Really, really milk it, really use it. How do we get close to one another? Because the single most important thing in my life after my own happiness is our connectivity and our happiness. So I hope that helps you out a little bit. And I want to tell you, too, that each and every one of those tidbits is going to have an initial kind of of, uh, meaning to it. And some things you're going to understand right off the bat. I'm going to give you a little bit deeper impression of that as far as the tidbit itself. I'm gonna give you a little bit deeper understanding about that and then somewhere down the line, like in this case, I'm going to be able to take those tidbits and really refer it into a question or whatever it is that's going on with you. So we're gonna go much deeper so that each and every time that, that I talk to you, I'll address one of these questions each and every time we're going to take it all the way back to a place that is healthy for you to navigate a new and a good and a connected relationship. So there you have it. Did you see what I mean about being, uh, it, it, about being a channel? All that stuff just comes flowing out. Uh, I, I'm a universal channel. What can I tell you? I honor my deepest connection to you all. And thanks for joining me today on Hayra hey Q&A. To book a speaking engagement or a personal appointment with me, go to innerpowerinsights.com or call me at 602-487-4805. And listen, I make a great Facebook friend. Join me on social media and receive my tidbits and my mini-channeled messages. I almost said my many, many channeled messages. That would have been funny. Until next time. Bye now.